0: Cannon. 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 Oh, 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 All right, boys, we are back. We got another pod fresh and ready for you, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Little R. Kelly <laughs> headed to prison. Hate to see it, but we're here regardless. So we do have a another guest, a special guest, and his name is Tim Davis.
1: What's good, everyone?
0: What's up, Tim? Glad to have you. Yeah, so our uh, rundown for this pod is going to be a quick little recap of last week. Um, just who were the winners, who kind of under- underperformed, who performed well. And then we will get into the week four matchups. And then we have an additional segment for you at the end. Um, so let's uh, kick this off here. We I'll start with my game first. We had Team Chicana versus Cuomo. Touch me, no touching this week, unfortunately. But um, <clears throat> from Tro side, pretty solid game all around. Um, put up one hundred six points. I feel like that's kind of at the mid to low tier in the normal like fourteen man league. Um, so that's a pretty solid performance. My team just hasn't really performed up to that week one performance. Uh, Bad week from A.J. Brown getting hurt, but we'll push through. Uh, Then we got the Berg-Davis versus the Delco variant. Unfortunately, or fortunately, whoever you're a fan of, the Delco variant did not pull through, and the Berg-Davis came out on top with 97.4. Low showing, but it's okay. I mean, he still had nausea with a big week, a lot of catches. Joe Burrow, Adam Thielen, solid weeks from all three of them. And then we have UB against Timmons. Um, UB put up a ton of points, 150. Um, UB's team is seeming to be very solid. Um, Tom Brady is still doing the thing, so we'll. Uh, I guess we'll see how that rolls throughout the rest of the year. And then what do we have next? Rust and Dennis. We had Rust putting up a routing 143 points. Uh, big week from Saquon. Nice to see that after he's been a little down the first two weeks, but... Pulled through, and then from Dennis's side, it's nice to see Josh Allen come back to that 30-plus point performance that we all know that he would eventually hit, but unfortunately he couldn't pull through with the rest of his team. Um, then moving down, we have Rob against Dan. Um, decent performance from both these teams, kind of also in that bottom uh, portion. Dan actually would have won if it wasn't for a Dak fumble. so Or my kicker missing two extra points. He you was hate, dropped immediately. You really hate to see it. Pick him up on waivers, if you so please. But Dan did have 18 points from his defense, because they kind of were it, literally sitting in Fields' lap. But good win for Rob, moving to 3-0. and And then we have another baptism of the Eric Wharton. It's nice and chilly in there, Eric, so you might want to get your little toe cap so you don't get hypothermia in there. But decent performance from Gailey, 114. Um... I think that's one of his lowest scoring weeks, actually, but decent, pretty good performance from Austin Eckler, Lamar Jackson, and Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is very, very consistent around that 12 to 14 mark, so that's nice to see that he's sitting around there this week as well. And then we have the Fresh Prince of L.A. and Tim Davis himself up against Ty Dallas, and unfortunately Ty could only put up 100, and uh, Tim put up a rousing 164 points. Big performance from Mike Williams, Stafford, and DJ Moore to get him that dub. All right, fellas, let's get into some week four, shall we? So, first, who do we want to do first? We want to do, first, let's do uh, Team Trove versus
2: Timmins. So, Tim, being the guest, I'll let you uh, take it away here and give us your pick first. Yeah, first off, I want to say thank you all for letting me hop on on the uh, podcast this week.
1: I took you guys a while, you know, reigning champ and everything. The only league winner uh, finally got me on here. But uh, let me uh, sprinkle some knowledge on this week and hopefully you predict this week to go pretty well. Team Tro, a.k.a. Team Trash, versus Timmins, who's also pretty trash. Um, i got to give it to my boy Timmins. I really like Timmins. I think Timmins' team can come around. Um, I think that... Cho Tr- struggles a lot with Justin Fields at quarterback. We all know Matt Nagy, there's an issue there. Um, I really think Jalen Hurts is gonna like beat Justin Fields by at least 10, 10 to 15 points just in that matchup itself. So I think Timmons edges out that. I also like Timmons running backs. I think they're more consistent, um, especially with the Saints are so inconsistent. You don't know if Kamar's gonna pop off uh, for six touchdowns like he did last year for me, or you know or if he's gonna do nothing like in week one. So, um, I think the running back situation with Gibson and Mixon edges out there for Timms as well. Um, The receiver matchup, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with the Tampa Bay game. So, Belichick likes to take out their most, like I said, eliminate their best player. Will he target Evans? Will he target Godwin? I don't really know. I do know that Tom Brady's going to sling as many touchdown passes as he won rings in New England. So, um, could be a big Mike Evans, uh, fantasy week. Um, but I think the receivers in this situation go to Tro. Um, I think the Carolina game with Dallas is going to be a little bit more high-scoring again, um, but Darnell Mooney, what is he going to do with a terrible Justin Fields quarterback So right. um, in that scheme? so I don't know. I'd say the receivers edge out in Tro's favor slightly, um, but realistically, I think overall, it's pretty even up until just the quarterback-running back situation, I think Timmons
2: will. I just went out and the win. Go Timmins. I'm rooting for you, brother. Uh, hope you get this win. I like the analysis. Um, yeah, looking at this matchup, I think it's tough. I think ultimately, Tro's gonna end up starting Trevor Lawrence, if I had to guess, because I don't know how healthy Fields is with the hand injury he's got or whatever's going on there. Um, but either way, I mean, Jalen Hurts is still, still better quarterback. Um, the running back matchup, Gibson Mixon. Um, I like that more. Um, I think Mooney versus Detroit. You know, regardless of the quarterback, you should be able to get some points. That defense just isn't that good. Um, you know, and Mooney does have some potential. Um, Kittle's obviously better than Dallas Goddard, Waddle, and Miles Gaskins, both in Miami. Um, honestly, pretty comparable. Um, I'd say Waddle's probably a little bit better. Um, but you know, they they do compare pretty well. Um, Broncos Chargers defense. Broncos have a really good defense, but they're playing against Baltimore. They've played against some pretty pretty bad teams, um. So we'll kind of see what they're what they're like against uh, uh Lamar Jackson, um. You know, and then kickers, uh, Young Ho. He is a lot of fun. So, um, I'm gonna give the slight edge to Timmons here. I think he he pulls out as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if
0: you uh if you're picked in the pot, apparently you lose. So sorry, Timmons. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm going to make it a clean sweep in favor of Timmons here. Um, I like the quarterback matchup that Timmons has with um, Hurts against Kansas City. They haven't had a very good defense. Same with Gibson and uh, Mixon. I like the sound of that, Gibson and Mixon. But um, Gibson plays Atlanta and Mixon plays Jacksonville, both pretty lackluster defenses. And then Mooney against Detroit, I mean, that, that could definitely be the game that he turns it around. So I'm going to have to stick uh, with the consensus here and go Timmons. All right, moving on to the next game.
2: We're going to be looking at the Delco variant uh, versus Ray Rider, Ray Rice Elevator Service Company. That's a, uh, it's a mouthful, but a great name. Uh, so, honestly, this one, um, I think it's pretty easy. going to be Rust. Um, Tristan lost his RB1 in terms of Christian McCaffrey, and Rust has the backup for Christian McCaffrey as his RB2 right now. So, um, we know looking at Rust's team... Uh, The running back position was a team he was struggling with, um, that RB2 spot, but he seems to now have lucked into it with getting Chuba Hubbard uh, for at least a couple weeks, um, as well as having Cordell Patterson on his bench, if need be. Um, But, you know, I think Rust uh, takes this one pretty handily um, due to the injury to Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Tristan's team's just struggling a little bit, but I do give the edge here to Rust.
0: Tim, your thoughts?
1: yeah i mean again if you're going against the uh pod good luck I mean, congrats Tristan, you might get a win this week uh honestly i don't think that's gonna happen uh just like how dan said um saquon finally turned it around last week i don't know if he's gonna continue to go up into his progression like he should be um but he got the cap on c-mac that he got chubba so i expect the Panthers not to switch much of their game plan. I think they'll involve D.J. Moore a little bit more and Robbie Anderson um, and throw it a little bit more than usual, but um, I think Hubbard's still going to get the touches at at least 75% of what McCaffrey got. Um, But I just love uh, Russ's uh, receiver lineup. You got Jefferson, who also had a good game last week, Um, Keenan Allen, who is top 10, shut your mouth, Billy, Um, and even Marvin Jones, who proves to be the number one target in the terrible Jaguars offense that's always behind and throwing the ball. So, yeah, I think that in this game, I think that Russ has pretty much everything covered except for the tight end position, Um, because Waller will get 15 to 20 targets a game for the Raiders. So, um, I like Tristan's tight end. I like his defense a little bit more. Um, And, you know, Carlson's a fun kicker, too. He's pretty solid. So, uh, but Russ, in the end, Russ wins. I think by a pretty decent
0: margin. Yeah, I'm also gonna go Rust. Um, I like, I do like Kyler. How uh, I mean, Tannehill against the Jets that could be um, that could be his game to kind of bounce back after his average beginning season. But um, everyone else, I mean, I like, I like more on Russ team. They seem to be a little bit more consistent, especially this year. And I, I actually don't hate um, Andrews this week. I feel like. The Ravens have kind of leaned back to that old style of football that they played whenever Lamar won MVP with throwing it to Andrews, letting him get open in space and getting those five, six yards that they need. That, You know, you save Lamar's legs a little bit on a couple plays where you can just get that five yards rather than have him scramble and run around for five, six to 15 yards if he's running sideways too. So I'm going to have to go with um, the Ray Rice Elevator Service Company on this one as well a clean sweep so uh congratulations tristan on the end sorry rust
2: (laughs) all right moving on to the next one um we have billy davis the least favorite davis that's why tim's on the pod first um Ah. and then we have him playing against rob um so breezy i'll let you take the lead on this one
0: all right so we got burrow and rogers (laughs) um I mean, I like Rodgers in this one, even though he's playing Pittsburgh's defense. Um, You don't know who all will be back, so it could be another rough one for the Steelers out there on Sunday at 425, but we'll see. Only time will tell. Uh, Burroughs look pretty good. I think T. Higgins is out, though, so he will be missing one of his reliable targets, but I still like Rodgers regardless. Um, Najee and Jonathan Taylor. And Josh Jacobs and Melvin Gordon, I'll have to side with Najee and Jonathan Taylor, especially if Najee's going to continue to get 19 targets a game. Like, that's just an absolutely ridiculous stat for even a receiver, let alone a running back. So I'll have to side with Billy, unfortunately, on that one. And then Corey Davis and Adam Thielen versus Tyreek Hill and DeHop. I actually almost want to say Billy because I s- still think I've seen reports of DeHop being hurt. And he clearly did not put up d-hop type numbers last week so I I just still can't go against them though just because it's still d-hop and Tyreek Hill so I'll still side with um, Rob on that one and tight ends I honestly think that this couldn't be a bigger wash other than the fact that Logan Thomas is playing the um, Falcons which may give him the slight edge but the Steelers haven't looked great on defense in the last couple weeks against tight ends especially too so i I still consider this to be a wash. Um, Daryl Henderson and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is doing unbelievable things right now, so I'll definitely have to stick with him. And then defenses, Colts against Miami, Washington against Arizona. I mean, I, I like to think that Washington might turn it around soon, but this also seems pretty even to me as well here. Um, this is actually a pretty close game, but I think if DeHop is healthy and Tanyan gets in the end zone, I think that Rob wins this one just because he has that Rob, uh, Rogers and Tunyon, stack. So I I'll have to side with Rob here on this one, but I do think it'll be close. So that being said, it'll probably be a fifty-point route in term in favor of Billy, but I I'll, I'll have to stick with uh, Rob here in a close one.
2: Yeah, I uh, I'll take it next because we'll let we'll let Tim finish it off talking about his brother here, but um, I do have to. This one's a tough matchup. When when looking at him, it was kind of difficult to decide. Um, You know, Rob, obviously Josh Jacobs, still questionable whether he's going to play or not. But again, you know, Rob RB2 last week against me was Naheem Hines, who put up 18.9 points. So, um, you know, there's definitely that potential. But there's also the other side where Naheem Hines could put up, you know, 3.2 or whatever it was he put up in week two. Um, So, you know, with that being in question... um, you know, D hop's injury being a little bit in question. I mean, Cooper Cup is averaging thirty point four points a game, which is just absolutely insane. Um, you know, he yeah. he's a study scoring like two touchdowns every single game. So um I think this game's gonna be close. Um and I know I just talked about Rob's team a lot. Um, but I do think that Billy ends up edging this one out, um, because I think the only way the Steelers are gonna, you know, kinda compete with Green Bay is going through Najee. Um, Jonathan Taylor versus Miami um, is a pretty decent matchup. And Daryl Henderson against Arizona, another solid matchup. Um, I imagine Corey Davis will get back on track a little bit more this week against Tennessee. He's played two two tougher defenses back-to-back weeks in the Patriots and the um, Broncos. Um, And Adam Thielen literally just scores a touchdown every single week. I I don't know how he does it, but the dude is an animal in the red zone. Um, So slight edge here. I think... um, I think Billy pulls this one out. I, I know that might be a hot take. I like Rob's team. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill against Philadelphia could definitely go off, but um I just don't don't love where Rob's running backs are standing right now. Um, so I'm gonna give the slight edge to Billy here. Alright. I gotta you know,
1: I gotta I gotta give this how I how I see it, you know, I gotta be real here. Um I don't like Josh Jacobs in Oakland, I, or Las Vegas, I should say. Um, I think he's trash water. Like, I feel like Rooney doesn't use him right at all. I mean, Kenyon Drake's been getting hella touches. Uh, so I think the running back situation really edges out in Billy's favor. Um, if Najee does get the targets that he got last week, Najee's going to put up another big performance. I really do believe in um, the dude's special. Um, I really don't think Naheem's time. Naheem... Whatever the hell you say, Hines is not going to be as productive every week like he was this past week. Sorry, Dan, that you got the short end of the stick on that one. But I think Jonathan Taylor resumes his um, role as being the lead back there and Indian has a pretty good performance. I don't know really what to expect between Burrow and Rodgers. If T.J. Watt is out again um, for the Steelers, I don't know if that's the case or not, Um, especially with some injuries on the defense. The Packers could put up a lot of points. Um does that mean running the ball with Aaron Jones? I hope so for my own sake, but um Aaron Rodgers could possibly torch the Steelers. Um in which I think the Burrow game, Jacksonville just sucks. Um Kyler Murray didn't even put up that many passing yards on Jacksonville the other week weekend in a close game. Um but in reality I think it's tough. Um I think D Hop if he's healthy is a big Big matchup here. I think it really comes down to d Hop the receivers in this matchup. Um, I'm going to be in the Kansas city Billy game. I'm a Kansas City fan, so I'm going to be at the game. So I'm hoping Tyreek Hill pops off as a Chiefs fan. Um, but in reality, it comes down to Hopkins. And against the Rams, it's going to have to take a lot of offensive power for the Cardinals there. Well, D-Hop, I think d Hop will try to suit up and play. And, and if that's the case, he's going to probably pop off and be a dog and show why he's one of the top receivers in the league. Um, But in all reality, it could come down to, is Cooper Cup going to continue his points? Like That's what's been helping um, Rob out big time, is Cooper Cup balling out with 30 points a game. So if Cooper Cup continues to do it, then I think he pulls this out in the end. But if he has somewhat of an off night, and praise the Lord, that Robert Woods gets those targets, um, then I think Billy possibly could pull this one out um which is sad to say but i think i am i am favoring with billy in hopes
0: that cooper cup falls off yeah plus i mean d will get um ramsey most likely anyway yeah. even if he is healthy so not sure how much he'll get um volume wise there anyway all right well um I just wanted to say, Tim, I'm glad we
2: uh, got you on the podcast before you were an away fan in Philly, because um, there's a few fellas that have, have went to a, a Phillies game uh, you know recently, and uh, were were the home team fans and gave some Mets fans a hard time. so I can only imagine what the Philadelphia Eagles fans are like, so glad you could join before um, you're in you're an away fan in Philly Stadium.
1: I might possibly die. You might. Um, I heard Philly fans are pretty rough um. But this is the only time I'm going to be close to seeing the Chiefs play in, in PA. So uh, I'm really, I'm going to be covering myself with some type of jacket, but having my Mahomes jersey underneath. So, so whenever Eagles fans start leaving, when they're losing 40 to 10, then I'll pop off downfield and hopefully try to get a autograph by Mahomes himself. But. In other
0: words, I'm going to keep it covered until then. Smart.
2: <laughs> that's, that's probably hard. smart. That's a, that's a smart move. Uh, I was a Philly fan for a day and lost my voice for three. So um, <laughs> I know how they get after it. Anyway, uh, getting on to the next matchup here, um, we have U B versus Eric. Um, I'll take the lead here. So um, I think, um, power off. I think that U um, B. What's that?
1: Statistics are coming in now.
2: Yeah, we got the statistics printing in the back. Um, Yeah, so sorry about that, fellas. But anyway, um, we got UB versus Eric here. Um, We got, yeah, I think, I mean, this one, this one's honestly a no-brainer. I don't know how much time we got to spend explaining the teams, but other than Devontae Adams, um, you know, Eric really doesn't have much that can compete with UB. Um, I think UB handles this one uh, pretty
0: easily here. Yeah, I agree. Um, UB's team's really good. I mean, he's got some big names, too. So Steelers' defense against Green Bay may be his, like, biggest issue. But other than that, I mean, I think UB wins this one pretty pretty heavily.
1: Yeah, I got to agree. Like I said, Tom Brady's going to go in and into Foxborough and throw six touchdowns and probably throw three of them to Godwin. So, in other words, I think UB is a big, heavy favorite, and he's going to put up a lot of points again. Um because
0: the U UB for having a 4-0 start
2: here coming up, so I agree. Alright, next one we're gonna get into is uh Cuomo Touch Me versus UB Top Timmins Bottom. Another elite name matchup. Uh too bad the records of both teams don't don't match the uh the name matchup. So um Tim, we'll let you handle this one since since Breezy's team's led by some big uh big chiefs here. Big
0: chiefs.
1: Yeah, um Breezy, I gotta give it to you. I give it to people who beat me. Breezy's team shit stomped me in week one um, with his receiver pick bullshit that he did. Um, I oh, yeah, think I in think. this matchup here, I finally think Tyler starts turning it around. I I think Tyler just got unlucky when Dal- Dalvin Cook was hurt last week. I think um, he's had some bad luck in, in case of injuries, too, with running back situation. So Dalvin Cook's supposed to play. Um, I think he's questionable, but I think they're, they're saying that he's going to play this next week. Um, I like his running back situation. James Robinson is starting to get more touches. And I think Urban Meyer is probably getting the head out of his ass and uh, seeing that James Robinson is uh, RB1 finally. Um, so I really do believe that uh, Tyler has the better running back situation for sure um, because Brady's running backs kind of suck. Um, yeah. But also I think A-Rob is going to turn around last week. He had a really bad week obviously because of the Bears sucking. But I think they're going to try to get him the ball more. Um, against Detroit in their secondary, which is straight garbage as well. They're better luck better luck they have better luck putting a CUDA out there with his torn Achilles than some of these DBs they have out there. So um I think A Rob turns it around. Tyler Boyd always a reliable receiver as well. Um in which Cooper Amari Cooper, I love Amari Cooper. I've had him before too in fantasy leagues, but I feel like in that offense they can pop off but like they can give to anyone. You saw Dalton Schultz on Monday night, tear it up. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mark Cooper didn't really do anything. Like, five points or whatever heck he got the past two weeks each week. So, can he pop up this week? I don't know. Um, Wait to see. I think 3-Z has the tight end matchup big time in his favor. Um, With Kelsey, always is the favorite, the number one tight end. Um, But, in all reality, looking at this, I think the defense is kind of a I kind of lean more with New Orleans' defense, too. Um, They've been balling out recently, too, against the Giants, who can't put the ball in the end zone. So I do favor Tyler and for him to get this turned around um, this week and get another go. So,
2: Tyler. Yeah, so uh, I'm going the other way here. I'm going with Breezy. Um, I think Mahomes and Kelsey versus Philly um, is going to absolutely dominate. Then again, you know, if Kansas City looked at the game plan, you know, that Dallas implemented to smash Philly, um, they could lean heavy on the run with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but obviously Edwards-Alaire is neither Zeke or Pollard, um, so, I, you know, I don't know. You have Mahomes, too, so they're more than likely to throw. Um, the running back matchup, definitely in favor of Tyler. Like Tim said, that the injuries have been rough for Tyler at the running back position with Cook missing last week, and Dobbins out know, for the whole year, um, but... You know, I still believe in Damian Harris now. He should get some more work with James White out for the season. Um, And Zach Moss, um, you know, seems to be kind of almost taken over as the 1A um, in Buffalo. I don't think there's ever going to be a true 1 there. I think it's going to be a 1A, 1B type situation. Um, But he seemed to kind of be the more productive back last week. Um, Amari Cooper, Carolina's defense is really good. So that could be a tough matchup. Um, You know, and then you got Allen Robinson, Tyler Boyd on the other side. Um, Tyler Boyd saw an influx in points last week with T. Higgins out, but again, um it still seems like Jamar Chase is the guy there. Um and A Rob is just the the Chicago offense is the worst worst offensive football, honestly, right now. Like they just they just can't figure it out. So um you know, Breezy has Jamar Chase. He's better than Tyler Boyd, Amari Cooper is definitely better than Allen Robinson, um, and then you got Kenyon Drake in the uh in the flex. Um, versus Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is definitely better there. If A.J. Brown can get on the field uh, this week, I don't know. You know, I haven't seen too much, but it's it's looking like he's going to be out. Um, you know, then that hurts. But if A.J. Brown can get on, that's going to be huge for Breezy. Um, so I think slight edge to Breezy here. Um, you know, I think Kenyon Drake, if Josh Jacobs plays, I think it helps Kenyon Drake more than anything because they use him more in the pass game. Peyton Barber was at least a comparable pass back. Um you know, where Josh Jacobs has bricks for hands. So um, I do think Breezy edges this one out, but I think it's a close matchup here. Breezy, you
0: want to talk about your team a little bit? No, I mean, I think you guys hit it pretty much on the head. Um, I do have some injuries, unfortunately, like A.J. Brown's probably not going to play. Um, I was expecting a lot more from Elijah Moore. I was kind of hoping he would be that um, crowded role, but it just kind of seems like that offense is still on the ground. Not figuring it out yet. And then Bateman, still on IR, so we'll see if he'll be able to play here soon, and hopefully I can plug him in. And Jarvis in the IR is also kind of hurting me, and that's why we're rolling with Kenyon Drake, the bomb. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. I,
1: like, I want to know, Breezy, do you know, like, there's actually, like, you can't, like, put receivers at running back spots. Like, like you have so many receivers, <laughs> and you're talking about so many receivers you do have running back spots that you have to fill. You can't put the receivers at every running back spot. I don't know if you, like,
0: comprehend that. Like I, you did get me in week one, but, like, these past two weeks for you. Oh, hey, man, oh, I'm oh, figuring oh,
2: it out, oh. all right? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the next matchup we got here, um, <laughs> Dennis. He has Tim Tebow only versus uh, The Priest. So, honestly, that's a oh, great... He had a,
1: he had
2: a Ben Danucci, it looks like. Ben Danucci, He... <laughs> Nice. So yeah, um, I mean, looking at Dennis here, um, you know Tim Tebow versus the priest. That's a good. That's a good matchup for him. You know Tebow. Uh, Tebow's a big, you know, Christian man. Uh, so that could be nice. That could offset the priest there. Um, but no, seriously, getting into the matchup here. Um, Josh Allen, you know Nick Chubb. Um, I'm assuming maybe Trey Sermon would be his running back then. Then you got Stefan Diggs, um, Henry Ruggs. Potentially uh, Kyle Pitts, a tight end, Chase Claypool, uh, Bucs D, Justin Tucker. So uh, Dennis's team is really solid. I think if this is a week where the priest doesn't baptize somebody, this is going to be the week. Uh, but ultimately, I do think that Gailey still gets it done, moves on to 4-0. Um, Cortland Sutton seems to be the favorite target out there, especially with all those injuries. Um, Tyler Lockett, he'll bounce back after a slow week last week um Calvin Ridley still being uh wide receiver 25 with you know the lack of touchdowns and just lack of targets is impressive honestly um and I think he'll he'll figure it out Austin Eckler's top five this year Lamar's a beast I think they're going to lean on him heavy to beat um Denver and uh Chase Edmonds is like Breezy said before always solid for that 12 to 14 range so um you know Patriots D might get carved up a little bit by Tom but um I I think Gailey's just too, he, he's too hard to pick against right now. he He's hitting on all cylinders, so I'm going to go with Gailey, which means,
0: sorry, Gailey's probably going to be your first loss. I'm going to have to go Dennis here, just one, because I said Dennis, I'm going to pick you in the group me. So you know what? I'm sticking true to my word, and if you listen to this, I hope you know that I'm not a liar. So Josh Allen and Diggs, both against Houston, I feel like they'll get out. And up pretty early but it seems like houston's offense is still able to kind of move the ball a little bit and keep it close enough to where maybe they'll still be able to put on the points and really just um beat them into the dirt nick chubb against minnesota i feel like this will be a nick chubb bounce back game where they just hand it off to him a million times and let him run around and have fun um claypool we'll see what he does against green bay their secondary is garbage kyle pitts against the football team um I just haven't really seen much about or from Kyle Pitts this year. So I just I can't get too excited about him yet. Then Bucks D against New England. I feel like they're all gonna be um buying into the Tom Brady back at home, back in Boston hype where it's just gonna be it's gonna be a rough game to watch if you're a Patriots fan. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dennis here. I feel like there will be no baptism this week. Um churches will be closed because of COVID again, so no baptism we'll go cover for show two uh
1: i gotta sign with dan um on this one i can't you can't argue with what the priest has been able to do um so far this year um he's baptizing people left and right he's been pretty busy um covid backed up his baptism with all the children so they're finally getting back out he's blessing every single one of them um so i can't go against marcus um just because he's been so dominant. He finally had a lesser week this past week. And that really comes down to Tyler Lockett didn't put up 28, 30 points this this past week. Um, but in all reality, I think Las Vegas and the Chargers, I think Eckler's going to get a hell of points again on a lot of targets because Raiders are going to bring the pressure to the line. has been proven to be pretty dominant. So I think there's going to be a lot of checkoffs um, to Eckler on the backfield. Um, I think Lamar Jackson's going to, still be pretty productive. He's been pretty consistent for the most part. Um, Calvin really, like you said, like the dude's still putting up points and he's not even getting in the end zone. Like, eventually he'll get in the end zone, and if that's the case, he'll pop off for a little bit more extra points, which will definitely favor Marcus um, for sureness. And again, Gronk's coming back to New England. I really think that Tom Brady's going to make it a point to say, hey, screw all the haters. I I was the one that like led the team to six Super Bowls, not Belichick. So... I think him and Gronk are going to be like, hey, let's fall out like we did before in New England. So I think Gronk's going to pop off again, which I don't know if this is consistent. It's going to lead the whole way through the year. But I really do like um, Dennis's team. But foreshadowing to our next segment here coming up will be my reasoning why I think he loses the markets. So,
2: <laughs> All right. And then last but not least, we have the game of the week. Um, between two members on the podcast right now, uh, Tim Davis versus myself Danny B. so uh, neither of us will make a pick uh, but what I will say about my team is everyone is for sale unless their name is Terry or Quez um, I really need a tight end Johnu Breezy he stinks like I don't like guy he's just not doing anything he's scoring six points a game um, so yeah if uh, their name isn't Terry honestly we're throwing Zeke in there too at this point if their name isn't Ezekiel. Terry or Quez, they're for sale. So uh, come get them. Not that you want them because they're all pretty bad. But, um, yeah, that's what I'll say about my team. Tim, anything about your team? Yeah,
1: Yeah, coming into the league as the reigning champ, you know, being the dog that I am the Fantasy, Um, I really came into the 14-man draft thinking, hey, I'm at the ninth pick. If I could dictate the order, like dictate the type of picks that are being picked, I'm going to be set in stone. That didn't happen so as soon as we got done the draft i looked at my squad and i'm like shit this ain't good <laughs> um very inconsistent my squad is um will Clyde over to Lair be productive again i hope so um really what it's come down to is robert woods hasn't been doing anything all year i think he's gonna turn it around here soon um hopefully a.j moore has been reliable um a lot and mike williams has been a really pleasant surprise so um, those two have been really carrying me in the receiver front, but, um, I really do like some of my matchups, but I think it's really close, um, in the case of which, don't know what's going to really happen. I think it's going to be a lot closer in which any one of us, me or Dan, like, pull it off. So, made the best man win, always, um, breezy, if you're not picking me, then screw you. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, well,
0: let's just give it a quick run through here. Um, we have Dak and Stafford. I honestly think that this is also a wash. Carolina has a pretty solid defense. Arizona has a pretty solid defense. I think both of them will probably get around that twenty point mark, twenty to twenty five. So I think that that's pretty much a wash there. Zeke and Carson. Um, if Zeke can have a repeat performance of last week or not necessarily two touchdowns, but if he could get that sixteen to twenty range, um, I'm sure you'll probably get a touchdown from Carson just because they literally lean on him to just fall into the end zone if they get on the five yard line they just pound the rock. Um Aaron Jones and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you don't know what you're gonna get from CEH. Um you could either get five or you could get like a last week performance where I think he put up like what, twenty some points. Um so you you don't really know what he'll get there. Um Aaron Jones, kind of the same thing. Like he he has those weeks where he goes crazy or he'll have a week where he's just kinda like okay, like that was that was fine but nothing too special. Um, So I I honestly think that this is kind of a wash too, just based off of matchups that I'm seeing. Um, Other than the layer could go, could have one of those repeat performances against Philly, but I don't love Carson against San Francisco. I don't love Zeke against Carolina. I don't love Aaron Jones against Pittsburgh, if healthy. Um, So I'll give the slight edge to Tim on this one, just because of that Clyde matchup. And then Terry and Deontay, Versus Woods and Moore. Um, Terry and Moore are very similar in my eyes in this matchup. Um, Terry probably has a slight uptick just because he's playing um, Atlanta. And then Robert Woods and Deontay Johnson. Um, You could have a big week from Deontay. You could also have a big week from Woods. I mean, we don't know for sure just because Woods hasn't had that week yet. But Deontay did have a pretty solid week one. But Green Bay does have a pretty lackluster secondary. So I will side with Dan's receivers on this one. Um, Gusecki and Johnu. I don't see this being the game that Johnu turns it around. However, they aren't great against the pass, so it could be a chance for him to kind of bounce back a little bit. Um, Gusecki looked pretty good last week. I think he'll try to continue that trend as he's worked his way up from a zero-point performance in week one. And then flexes. I Mike Williams has been outstanding this year. He's been a great target for um, Herbert in the red zone and just all around the field, and he's really expanded his role. Odell, I mean, Odell's solid. Uh, you know what you're going to get from him. He's he's very good in the intermediate routes. Like He runs a very crispy route, so he'll definitely get open and get some separation, and hopefully he can find an end zone for you. Um, but I'll have to just side here with Mike Williams just based on past performances. And then defenses, Browns and Ravens. Um, I don't know. I, I'd probably have to say... I'd have to say a wash on this one as well, just because the matchups and they're pretty similar defenses. Um, so as the winner of this one here, oh man, I might have to side with Tim, just because of Mike Williams in the flex. Other than that,
1: huh? I means I'm gonna lose.
0: Huh? That I'm gonna lose that. Yeah, yeah, you're one hundred percent gonna lose. <laughs> but I, I'll just have to side with Tim, just because I think that Mike Williams is going to be that X factor. Um, that wins you this matchup. And unfortunately for Dan, um, you fall a little bit short in this one as well. That's tough, but fair, because I kind of agree. I don't think I'm going to win.
2: Uh, my team finally scored over 100, though, so we're happy. Thanks for looking out. All right, so that leads us into our fun segment here, <clears throat> where we are comparing the fantasy teams to NFL teams. Uh, so Tim, as the guest... Uh, lead us off. So, uh, it took a lot of time and effort in putting this in. Uh, this is just a comparison from the first three weeks
1: and are not definite. You determine your own fate as your own owners and coaches of your teams. Um, uh, but since I'm the only league winner here, what really do the rest of y'all really know about fantasy football? Um, let's get down to it. Um, first off, I'm going to start off with my boy Tyler. Um. It's pretty obvious that tyler has made a good impression with being a new addition to the league um however the man has been riddled by some key injuries like we mentioned before um, especially at the running back position that has lost him some games therefore i compare his team to the 49ers a team that is liked by the majority of the football fans like he is by the people in the chat and a team that very few people tend to hate a team that can't seem to find a healthy running back to run behind their strong running type of scheme i expect his team to start winning some games especially as everyone is healthy they compete in each game but tend to lose To the big teams like the 49ers did against the packers or like tyler did to me last week so um next is the man the myth the legend the guy with the boozy fade marcus the with the team the priest um dare i say it but marcus is one of the the top dogs of the league right now um it is crazy because he came in dead last last year like do people forget that um i don't because i rub in his face but um that's why it seems like the buccaneers they sucked small monkey donks before the Holy Sabre Tom Brady came down to Florida. <laughs> so uh, he took a team from one of the worst teams the, uh, to one of the best teams in the league. Um, however, he better hope that he doesn't run into a team like the Eagles because then the GOAT will go down the flames. Hashtag go birds. <laughs> um, next is Rob with the Fred Smooth love cruise. Um, the guy's 3-0. Who can believe it? How is that possible? <laughs> I'll tell you why It's because he's played Three of the worst teams In the whole entire league Does it remind you Of any NFL teams right now? Oh yeah that's right The Broncos A team that's also been at 3-0 But played the Jets Jaguars and Giants So a team that has Some great pieces But a team that still Won't beat the best teams In the league I get props to people Who have better records than me So kudos to you Rob for uh, being 3-0 But I don't expect it To last long Especially once the Cup comes down To earth finally So um, Next is Dan, with Terry and Friends. Um, one of the most loyal guys and, and, uh, to support me and my remarks in the chat. A great guy for letting me be here in the chat today. Um, however, we need to get down to business. Um, as much as Dan has a great QB, he still cannot put up points because of his managing of picking his squad. A team that struggles offensively, like the Chicago Bears. A team that has a, some good pieces, even at quarterback, but can't seem to coach up a decent, decent enough scheme to beat some of the worst teams in the league. A guy who protects to keep Terry, like the Bears hold on to Rock for Deer life. If his pieces can actually put together a decent performance together, then I will expect him to surprise some teams with a couple dubs, maybe even this week, so. Um, next to the uh, 4-3 brother that runs the 40, uh, Breezy, um, Kumo Touch Me. Um, the time for one of my favorite people in the league, also quality content, he always comes in each day, um, and the reason why I'm talking right now, so. However, we all know that Breezy has made some decisions that are either hit or miss, just like the Bengals. Um, He is a guy who drafted strictly receivers before backs, just like how the Bengals took another receiver instead of solidifying their offensive line and the rest of their team. Um, A team that can put up points against good teams but will not have a chance at a title until they address all the other average positions on the team. So um, expect the same you've seen with games that he pops off like he did on me, but also games of straight trash water like it was last week. Um... Next, I got to give it to uh, the lesser brother, Billy, um, the Berg Davis. Billy's one of the only people, and everybody knows us, who seriously believes they have the best chance to win it all each year, as well as not be afraid to make irrelevant points as to why he thinks he's superior to everyone else. Therefore, the team he is like is the Dallas Cowgirls, a team in which their fans believe that they can win at any time of the year, but in all reality, they choke when they get to the championship or playoffs. Hashtag Tony Homo. He puts together a pretty solid team this year, as he did last year, and Dow shows signs of being decent this year. However, we all know when it comes down to finishing, Billy's always coming up short. So that's why he lost to my squad last year and will probably do it again this year and years moving forward. Hashtag mellow sucks. Suck Billy. Um, the team trope. Um All right, here's to a team who struggles to put up points each and every week and is struggling at the quarterback position Big time. Just like how another team I know, the Washington Football Team, a team that whose name is so stupidly generic like Team Trocano, <laughs> not find a half decent quarterback to supplement some of the pieces they do have. A team that is kind of just there that everyone knows is going to have a rough time making it to the championship, especially with Heineke at QB or in his case, he has Justin Fields. Expect his team to be somewhat be somewhat in the matchups, but lose majority of the time. Next is to my. Uh, Icy loving friend, uh, Tristan, who used to have hair similar to Heath Ledger in the movie Night's Tale. Um, My guy is down bad right now with C-Mac out. um, But that made me think of a squad that's also very dependent on having their running backs perform in order to win. His team is like the Lions. Stick with me on this one. Um, They depend on Swift and Williams going in order to um, pick up some points, just like how Tristan needs C-Mac and Montgomery to feel his team. Um, The Lions also have an up-and-coming tight end. That's better than the receivers, just like Tristan has uh, scrub receivers and relies on Darren Waller. Um, I hope Tristan isn't cursed like the Lions this year, but I know that Tristan's squad will be in each matchup like they were against the Ravens um, and potentially have a chance to win, if only he gets reduction from the wideouts in order to close the games. Next is to my main guy, Timmons. Um, as much as Timmons will deny it, I know he loves me deep down inside because he sees my awkward and inconsistent humor. Um, that's why he's going to be loved being compared to the Philadelphia Eagles. A team who is always getting hurt, just like Timmons' squad. He has like three, four people hurt right now. Um, but everyone roots for Timmons, like everybody cheers for Timmons. Um, Timmons has fans like Yubi who root for him on any given week, just like how Yubi roots for the birds all the way back from Suckland. land. Um, <laughs> Timmons is the type of coach who is ballsy, like previous Eagles coaches, um, who's not afraid of putting in a lineup without any players on it, just to mess with other teams um, to the last second. If Timmons' team gets healthy like the Eagles, then I think he strings along some wins and heats up the press that's moving forward. Next is to Eric, Erico, oh, Eric, the guy who has put up a pretty rough start, being zero and three, not putting up much points to support their chances either. Therefore, his team is like the New York Jets, um, a team that makes awful decisions like drafting bum Zach Wilson with the number one, number two pick, or accidentally dropping the ro- 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 uh, running back one for defense on the waivers. Like, come on. A team that just isn't good, and an opponent you always bet on to lose week in and week out, just like betting in DraftKings, just to win some money. So, just continue doing you, Eric, and I'm, we're just going to keep winning. So. Um, next is to Rust. Um, i got to say, Ray Rice is finally beating teams due to the <laughs> fact that he has a pretty solid team. Um, I compare Rust to the Rams, because Rust is pretty quiet in the chat. Nothing goes unnoticed in the league but he has a solid squad that can put up points against some of the be- other better teams in the league. Um, the Rams fan base is quiet because their organiz- organization hasn't done anything for years, but this is a year that I can see Russ making some push for the title when everyone stays healthy. So um, Down to the last couple here, Dennis. Um, I see Dennis is a great guy, demanding a certain pay, but guarantees he'll get the job done. Um, that's why I compare him to the Buffalo Bills. Again, Dennis has a pretty solid team that looks up on the lesser teams in the league but fall to some of the better teams, like Russ last week. This is just like the Bills, who whoop up on every crappy, on their crappy division, but can't beat the better teams to make it far in the playoffs. This week is going to be a test for Dennis as he faces the Priests, as we all know. So let's see what he has. But if he pulls up the dub, then I might have to jump on the burning table too. Next is me, um, the last two here. I'm gonna keep it real and pick a team based on how my squad is. Um, way too inconsistent is my squad, I say it every time, um, with games of big points and games with nothing. My squad is too inconsistent to be, so that we're just in the middle of the pack right now. And they'll be just like the Saints. Um, I also need some luck to go my way to make it to the championship, like what happened last year. Um, like the Saints had during their Super Bowl run. However, the Saints did beat the big-headed Peyton Manning. Um, just like yeah. how I beat the other big-head Wild Bill. So, <laughs> you never know when luck will strike. And therefore, I'm the Saints. Last but not least, Yumi, my guy, Bishop Dickemore. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to lie here, UV has himself a solid team due to the picks he put together hit by himself as a coach. So, got to shout out him. That's why he's compared to the team of the Green Bay Packers. They have a crazy fan base that loves to freeze their balls off as much as their football. A great team that can put up a lot of points like UV has shown to do in the first three weeks. But guess what? The Packers always fail to take the last step to find themselves in the Super Bowl. They make it to the NFC Championship game and lose year in and year out. Expect the same from Bishop Dickamore this year. Yeah, Christian's always hyped about his team, and they have performed. But watch him choke on one of those famous glizzy he loves from the crappy state, and not win
2: the league this year. Those are my those are my picks. Love to see it. So I'll run through mine nice. next, and we'll let uh we'll let Breezy take us home. So uh, Breezy, this year I took a little little different angle than Tim did. Uh, just kind of looking at it from the team's performance this year to fantasy football team's performance this year. So I got Breezy as um, Kansas City. Um, on paper, looked like a really good team coming out of the draft. I mean, ESPN rated them number one overall, um, and everyone rates the Chiefs number one overall. Um, and they're both sitting at one and two, just a little underwhelming. Um, but still, I think they have the pieces there to be successful. Next one here, I got it. Tim. I got you as the Ravens. Um, so bad loss week one. Uh, we had your team pretty pretty down and out. A lot of people in the media were saying that the Ravens are done. They got too many injuries um but then bounce back big the next two weeks so that's why I compare you to the ravens um uh, myself i have myself as a seattle seahawks uh the pieces are there we just can't figure it out um you know they they lose games they shouldn't they win games they shouldn't they you know it, it just nobody knows what's going on in seattle right now also they don't have a tight end either and i don't have a tight end so um you know hit my uh hit my line in terms of trade talks uh yubi i have him as his trusty browns dog check bark uh just a solid team lost to Gailey. um that's his only loss it's kind of like the browns lost to kansas city still think kansas city's one of the best teams so nothing to nothing to be ashamed of uh similar to to ub's loss to Gailey. tyler i have the colts honestly just feel bad for tyler um lots of injuries same with the colts lots of hype coming into the season just can't get it done so that's where we sit with tyler uh gaily i got you as the rams uh an absolute wagon right now uh the best in the league uh similar to the Rams in the NFL. Rust, I have the Bills. Uh week 1 L and then huge bounce back uh just like the Bills. Um they look like one of the best teams in the league right now and Rust is heading that way as well. Uh Dennis, I have the Bucks. Honestly just a solid team. Um a lot of veteran presence. Uh, with Dennis being a dad I think that's important for the veteran presence um, so we went with the Bucks there uh, Tom Brady's also a dad um, you know pretty sure Tom Brady's older than Dennis too which is just insane the dude's still playing football you know well he's definitely older than Dennis I know that for facts. Um, <laughs> Timmons I got the Eagles big week one win I uh, thought we were turning some heads but then it's been a letdown since then so Timmons um, you are the Eagles. Tristan the Texans uh shows some flashes, uh but a lot of up and down CMC out similar to you know Tyrod being out kind of the staw, the straw that stirs the drink there is out, so similar, similar situations. Um Eric, I did have the Giants, but I'm switching it to the Jets because I like where Tim's head was at with the Jets. Um <laughs> Eric, it's just it's just rough. I mean you draft to play playing softball, that's something the Jets would do. Like I think their GM was drafting uh Zach Wilson while playing softball. Um Rob sitting at three and oh, the Panthers. Um uh, bit surprising, but I do think that they are a legit team. So I do have, you know, Rob is the Panthers. Uh Billy, I haven't missed the Saints. Honestly, it's nothing special. They just kind of win games, and that's where Billy's at right now. Like looking at Billy's team, like, how's his team two and one? But he is. So um that's kind of the same thing with the Saints. And then Tro, uh, I got you as the Lions. Um, a scrappy team. You know, there's a lot of heart on team Tro um but they're just not very good. They did eke out a win versus Breezy. Um you know, it did take an AJ Brown injury, but that's where uh that's where we're sitting at in terms of the teams there. So Breezy,
0: yes. take us home. All right. So first, I got Rust. I had Rust as the Broncos. I said that he is a solid team and that I mean, he will have a test once he starts to play the better teams in the league. So we'll go Broncos for Rust. Timmons, I have the Bengals. Um, I think that they have a chance to be good, but, you know, it's just past past experiences with the Bengals. It just kind of seems like they always have, like, a hope that they could be good, but it just never really pans out. But we'll see what happens with Team Timmons. Uh, Billy, I have the Vikings. I feel like it's a solid team, but they're very underappreciated, and I kind of feel like that's how Billy's team is, Um, even though we don't like Billy, so, Billy, your team stinks. UB, uh, I have the Browns. I know you're going to be happy about this one. You have a very good roster, just like the Browns. So I think that as long as your roster can live up to the hype, I think that you could go far, but we'll see how you fare against the better teams in the league. Like the Browns always kind of struggle against some of the best teams. Marcus, I have the Rams. I mean, they're the best team right now. They're hot. I feel like this is a very fitting team for the uh, priests there for you. And then Tristan, I have the Colts. Um, you kind of hurt, and it's underwhelming what you've put up so far this year. So I feel like that's a fitting team fit for you so far this year and then rob the packers you have aaron Rodgers and uh bobby tunyan so i kind of just stuck that one with you and plus you have a solid team so packers for rob uh dennis i have the saints kind of the same reason that the saints were given out before as well um it can be hot you could win some games but also very cold as we saw week two from the saints tyler I have the eagles uh, you have a lot of injuries just like the eagles um, a lot of hype coming into the year. People thought the Eagles would kind of have a, a good year. They were thinking that they could be a league winner in the in their division, but it does not look like that at the moment. Um, Troy, I have the Dolphins. Uh, you have an average team. I feel like the Dolphins are an average team. Struggling at quarterback, you're struggling at quarterback. Um, but they'll still win some games. I mean, you'll definitely pull some out in some low-scoring games. So that's where we rolled into Dolphins for you. And then Eric, Eric, I have you as the Jets. I don't really have much to say here, but buns. And then Tim, Tim, I have you as the Ravens. You suffered a week one loss, but you're a gritty team. You bounced back. So that's where you're sitting with the Ravens. Dan, I have the Steelers. You had very high hopes coming into the year. Everyone seemed to come back and have some high hopes for the Steelers, but it's just not looking too good right now. Plus, you have the lowest points four, and the Steelers offense just cannot do anything right now. And myself, I also had the Chiefs. Um, rated high coming into the year. It just seems like I'm falling short so far this season, just like the Chiefs through these last couple of weeks. All right, fellas, that is all we have for today of the 2TVs podcast. Um, it's always a pleasure talking to you, fellas. Tim, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure.
1: Always a pleasure, man. Thanks, guys. i an honor.
2: Hey, man, I'm glad to have you. Um, we'll see, you know, if you can uh, repeat as champ.
1: That's right. I'm going to hold on to my title as long as I possibly can until someone wins this year, not me. So, uh, I'm just hoping it's everyone, it's anyone but Billy. If it's anyone but Billy, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm glad to share the title
0: with, like, I don't care. But if it's Billy, then I'm just going to hear about it all next year. (laughs) Can't be Billy. Hey, if you win again, we'll get you an XXL size crown. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Hey, just remember Tim,
2: you're always the first and that's all that matters. Damn straight. All right. Appreciate it, fellas. We'll uh, we'll see you next week.